Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and if you so desire, for roughly the next hour or so, your Living Well Empowerment Agent. And I have not one, but two additional empowerment agents with me today. How did I get so lucky? We are going to introduce them in just a moment. And first, I'm going to invite you, if you haven't done this already, to join us backstage in the chat room. If you are on the HSN, uh, well, pretty much any screen you're on in HSN, if you see that red bar near the top of your screen, you can t see the word chat room as one of your options. And if you will click on that, give yourself a name and log in, you can actually play with us in the behind the scenes secret private special room <laughs> and I'm so grateful for the amazing people who have joined us already we are already having an amazing party back here I'm always grateful for the folks who come to play in real time and I am equally grateful for all of you who are listening now and in the future and for your contribution to this conversation thank you if you would like to call in during the show and ask your question live um, you can find the numbers to call in near the top of your screen there's a US number a Canada number and a UK wide number and if none of those really work for you or your location, you can also Skype us at a2zen.fm. You don't need to wait for a confirmation for your uh, Connect request. Just send one and then dial on in. So in the meantime, we are going to get this party started because, oh my goodness, we got some creation going on up in here. Girlies, woo! Yay! We are talking about creations for creation's sake. And I love this title. I will I give full credit to Miss Sadie Rose Lake, who is one of our phenomenal also uh, sister hosts here on A to Zen. And I also throw my hands up in the air for the amazing Kara Wright, who is another one of our fabulous sister hosts here on A to Zen. Oh my gosh, I love it when we get to play together. I got to play with Melissa for her show coming up on Monday, and I've had fun with Alan and Tamara, and oh my gosh, we've gotten to talk to Carol and Christine, and I, I love what we do here. We like to shake it up and jump all over to each other's shows, and how much fun could that even get more fun as? Um, and so today what we're talking about is creations, and what if we were tending to our creations or being in attendance of our creations in the way that we were doing um, pregnancy, you know, the whole fertilization, gestation, um, birth, the, the all of it. Um, so I'm just going to read you this brilliance that Miss Sadie wrote. There are not many choices in life that create as drastic of a change to our world as the choice to have a child. What? or and, or both, <laughs> what would our lives be like if we were willing to see all of our creations, our creative projects and endeavors, the way we see a child and childbirthing, both moldable by our influence and also with their own energy and points of view? And if what if every creation was a dance between the two sides of contribution? I love that. 
the gifting of our energy into the creation and the receiving of the creation as it expresses itself. So as I mentioned, I have Katie and Sar. Katie, I just switched your initials. I do that all the time. Sar and Sadie are both contributing authors to an upcoming book, which I believe is due out October 1st. It's called Creations, Conscious Fertility and Conception, Pregnancy and Birth. In their previous lives, before Access Consciousness, they both enmeshed themselves in all things related to fertility, conception, pregnancy, and birth. In particular, they spent a lot of time and energy defending the right way to do this form of creation. They both have opened up their universes of possibility for creation that goes so far beyond just creating children. And for all of you who are creating children, please let the word just flow through your universe. <laughs> Keep breathing. <laughs> I just felt that twins in the world. It's like, hey! Um, their combined knowledge, experience, and irreverent humor make them a punk force for changing the way they create their lives. And they love being catalysts for others. And they are amazing invitations as well to exponentialize their own creative capacity. Oh my goodness, welcome, Kara and Sadie. Thank you for showing up and playing with me today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're thank excited you. to be here. Oh my goodness. Are, where are you in the world, Keisha? I am in the North Texas region. Okay, because I was going to say, you have a lot of energy for 8 a.m. <laughs> it's nine for her. It's admirable. It's definitely admirable. <laughs> um, now, I know I could say lots of amazing things about each of you, and it would take the entire show. And since we want to talk about our topic, I'm going to let each of you have a couple minutes to just, like, tell your tell the world about yourselves. I know you also have shows, and so people can find out more about you on your show pages as well as your sites, and we'll list all of that, too. But, um, Sadie... Just say hi to the world, would you, hon? Hey, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. I am so excited, actually, to get on here. Um, we wanted to get on and share the word about our book that's coming out. Um, we're, official launch date is set up for October 1st. That's a Thursday in just a couple weeks. So excited for this book. We have um, 15 different contributors, and um, everybody wrote a different chapter, and it's such a beautiful, beautiful book. And it really is, the topic is on conscious fertility and birth pregnancy conception. But, you know, when people are talking about those topics, it really goes so much farther than that in regards to creation. And so, A, I did want to, you know, go ahead and plug the book on the show today, but I really wanted to look at totally. um, where con where creation is so much more than what a lot of us have been um, making it out to be and how it doesn't have to be significant, but also if we realize the what our choices actually create in our world, we might mm -hmm. actually acknowledge that sometimes what we think is a little choice actually can be as life-changing as, say, having a child. And I know that sounds really drastic, but it's a call oh, to be that. aware of what we're creating with our choices and that our choices do actually create what shows up in our lives, even when it's something small. And even if it's something that you don't necessarily have a way to measure the outcome of that specific choice. So I thought that was a fun topic to bring up today but um but yeah, yeah so I was I was actually the official sort of editor slash producer slash publisher awesome. of this book I worked with Erica Glessing of Happy Publishing we had her on our show a couple weeks ago um she's great and she's so much fun to work with she's oh, a phenomenal yeah. business Happy Publishing oh, my goodness. Is, is blowing up this year she's a small Amazing. boutique publishing house and now she has five bestsellers already just this year so <laughs> it's been really fun to work with her it's been really amazing to work with all the authors and um, part of the reason that I spoke about creation the way I did in the introduction was just that in the course of creating this book and sort of being the lead person pulling it together, 
it was more than anything else um, a real awareness about how much life force our creations take on of their own. And when I described how, yeah. you know, what if we realize that everything we create, it becomes this thing. It's I, I Do you remember those, um, are they salt lamps or, you know, the hippie lamps thing mm-hmm. that you have with like a blob? <laughs> It's like the lava lamp. Well, lamp. That's right. Like we're this, we're like the the lamp itself. But everything we produce is like those blobs, and it's like we we create them, and but then they actually detach and become themselves, but they're still part of us, right? And I so, love that, Sadie. Yeah, and so I think of it like you know we we create like even blowing bubbles or whatever. It still it has like the energy of us in it, but it actually becomes itself as it goes out in the world, and we can play with them, you know you know, like the separate entity, but also a part of us. And so we contribute to it by by asking it what it requires of us and giving it a little bit of our energy. And then also just let it be who it is instead of expecting that it's going to be exactly what we demand of it. Yeah. And so I'm sure we can get more into that as as we go on for the yes. show. But that was oh, kind of yes. where the inspiration oh. for the show comes from and to just um, be that awakening call for many of us who are listening probably that, wow, you have so much capacity to create phenomenal stuff. And if you kind of feel like your life isn't turning out that well, this is maybe um, maybe just a different way of looking at what you're choosing and what you're creating so that you can make magnificent the things that right now seem maybe a little bit drab. So, Cara, I love that. Miss Cara. <laughs> <laughs> that was all so good. How do I follow that? Hello. <laughs> Uh, I mean, how, goddess? Oh, my goodness. This car has been on my show, what, three or four times? And how many fabulous conversations have I been privileged to have? And I've gotten yeah. to visit you. Yeah. No, yeah. So, my, hi, everyone. I'm Cara, right? <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, I was really excited that Sadie asked me to also be on this show because this is something. Sadie and I have actually known each other for many years, and um, it's super fun to have been able to kind of, I don't know, I don't even know what it Create is. Together. Like, yeah. yeah, like really that's what it is. Yeah. It's not like we're following each other or any – it's just like, oh, cool. Um, and I love that this topic because that is an, it is an invitation to what else could you create that you haven't acknowledged you can create and where are you – where have you decided that you've created everything you're going to create? You know, it's like there's mm-hmm. – been so aware lately of how – people really do this interesting stopgap where it's like, okay, I've created what I was set out to create. And it's like, hello, what are you talking about? Like, why wouldn't you yes. just continue to create your whole life? And, you know, and like where we make some creations more vital or valuable than other creations. And I love mm-hmm. what Sadie just said about, you know, like even a choice to create something and every single thing, you know, even a thought form becomes its own entity. And, you know, that's something that I've worked with over the last few years is a lot um, with Talk to the Entities, which is a different specialty um, class of um, access consciousness. And the, the thing I got out of that that curriculum so much was that everything is an entity. And once you, once something, <laughs> you know, like even before, like a lot of times, like I know now, the ideas, quote unquote, that I get, they're not actually ideas I'm getting. These are, these are energy forms mm. that are coming to me because there's something that I be in the world that can assist, oh contribute, to deliver, yeah. you know. And I also yes. believe it's exactly the same thing with babies as well. Um, yes. And I've had lots of experience with that. <laughs> and and the whole idea that things do not have to show up the way you think they're going to show up, um, that has been, like, might as well be my theme song, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so this topic is like so amazing and brilliant and I'm grateful to be part of the book and I'm super grateful to be here. So how's it get better? Thank you. Oh my gosh. This is and uh, so I'm already saying if this conversation wants to go into part two, I'm totally, uh, (laughs) totally up for that and, and down with that and all around with it. So so I love that both of you bring your gifts and capacities with with childbirthing and with with pregnancy and childbirthing in particular. Um, uh, I've gotten to have conversations with Kara and Sadie. I've heard you um, in many of your shows and many of the conversations you've had talk about this, and it's such a beautiful metaphor um, for all of creation. And and part of what I get in my life and living and in my interesting way that things like show up in my world is that our bodies bring us these beautiful illustrations and examples of, and really that the metaphor and the analogies of how all things take place on this planet, in this universe, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so I, I am excited to play with this. And, and I also love what Cara was saying about these creations come to us and, you said something, Sadie, on your show, uh, I believe it was last week with um, Crystal, that um, you acknowledged, you know, this showed up for you. And the moment yeah. you said that to me, I it just landed so, I was just in the right place, space, energy, whatever, that the way it landed in my universe, something just totally started to bubble with some particular creations that are taking place in my life and showing up in my life. And I was like, whoa. And and then I had an experience this week, an amazing experience with uh, one of our dear friends that you've mentioned, Erica Glessing, and a number of other authors in a book that I've contributed to. And, and it was launched this week, and it did go to a bestseller in two categories and on the day of its launch. An amazing experience, I have to say. Go ahead and, and plug your own book, Keisha. You're not even saying the title. You it is girl. called I'm Having It. And it is a phenomenal <laughs> collection of stories from an amazing group of people. And what I got, part of what I get, is how our stories brought us to the space of, of calling to that creation and that creation called to each of us. Mm-hmm. And and watching, you know, just being an observer of that and then also, in my case, being a participant was really amazing to to – it was such an honor, and that's really where the space I'm getting to with creation is it's such an honor that these things show up, and they desire us to be a part of their actualizing into the world. Ooh, so, wow. And all of the creations that we haven't even begun to acknowledge that are desiring for us to be a part of their showing up in the world. Could we? I have maybe so many things I want to say, but I don't know if you want to take your first break happen. and go into it. No, we're <laughs> right good. After. Jump on it. We're totally okay. good. Awesome. Well, I was just going to say, it's funny that you're talking about this because in the book, it, like I was saying at the beginning of the show even, so mm-hmm. many people talk about um, as they were building their families and creating you know, lives for these small people, bodies for these small people that then became their children, a few of the ladies in the book actually specifically spoke to being aware of the being that was coming to be their child. And, um, you know, maybe some of them, some of us were a little bit more aware of them. Some of us, it was more nuanced. But um, how much of creation is like that? We think Mm -hmm. of a person as being so much more significant than, say, a book or, say, whatever Mm -hmm. else it is you're going to create. And that's one of the interesting things I want to mention, too, is, like, Gary Douglas in the book – 
Salon de Femme talks a lot specifically to women about creation and about how we've really bastardized what creation is and mm-hmm. we've, we've lost touch with how potent creation is for the sake of the significance of bringing a child into the world. So in many ways, women have taken on this false idea that to be productive in the world and to create in the world, you must have a child. Mm-hmm. And he really turns, it's kind of the whole everything of what it appears to be, nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be phrase that we throw around in excess. But when you look at the energy of that, where have we bastardized the potency of creation that we all have for the sake of creating a life form, creating a person? And what if we don't have to dwindle it down just to that being the only expressive creation we can have, even though Mm -hmm. that is the most, um, the densest form, so to speak, that's the most, I guess, right. You know, like you were saying that our bodies sort of reflect metaphorically what we're choosing, but we sometimes give up our awareness of how much our creations actually mm-hmm. are something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's maybe, since I have two amazingly potent uh, facilitators on board here, <laughs> what if we offered a clearing something along the lines of everywhere in any lifetime as women we have completely uh, dialed our capacities into the one limited choice of childbirth as the expression of our potency, wow, could we destroy and uncreate all of that? Would you at least be willing to destroy and uncreate all of that, maybe? Yes. (laughs) And everything that doesn't allow it, wow. (laughs) Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. And for anyone who hasn't heard many of our conversations, that is an access consciousness clearing statement uh, or an example of it, uh, the use of it anyway. And you can find out lots more about that at either accessconsciousness.com or theclearingstatement.com. And um, wow, how many of us have really put ourselves through the ringer if we are, whether we are or are not choosing to make babies or or baby bodies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I could speak to that probably yeah. more than what the break will allow. <laughs> uh, totally. Well, you know, it's like, and I actually, it's not something that's like totally gone out of my universe. I mean, for those of you that, you know, a lot of people don't know my story. It's not something I like float around. I guess more people will know it now with the book. But I actually tried to get pregnant for years, for, you know, six plus years. And, you know, that didn't actually happen physically. And so, the level of judgment and just mm-hmm. that I had of myself because I wasn't actually fulfilling quote unquote what I was supposed to do here. Um, you know, and I have like a brilliant marriage. I have a wonderful husband. And so that almost made it like more intense because you mm-hmm. know, when people are like, well, what's your problem? Like you have everything you're supposed to have and right. why hasn't the kid showed up? And so I even to this day, I think a lot of times I will go into a certain energy that is like, well, is what I'm doing enough? What is what I'm creating enough? And when I really look at that energy, it's like, oh, wait a second. I What am I, what have I decided is more val, valuable or vital, you know, that's better than what I'm actually creating? Like, you know, where yeah. have we decided having a child is, is Trump's? Mm-hmm. all the other stuff, you know, and it's yeah. like, I, I, I see where I personally even, you know, even in, in these 10 seconds can go to where everything I've done in the last two years isn't really as significant as if I would have had wow. a child. Wow. And so it is. And I also know like how freaking aware I am. And so a lot to? of times <laughs> if I ask the question, who does that belong to? I'm like, holy crap, I'm just tapping into every woman on the planet. Right. Yeah. 
all have that. And it's like, even like women who are incredibly successful, people still have that judgment of, well, but she didn't have a child. Like, yeah. It's like, holy yeah. crap, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's yeah. still you know, relevant it's very, and totally. still very here. Yeah. 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 And, and anywhere that we are perpetuating any of that in either direction, like, well, I've had a child, so I'm worth something, or, well, I've not had a child, or I've not chosen that, so I'm not worth something, in either yeah. direction. And I'll even actually argue on the other end, just real quick before we take the break. That cool. damn break keeps sneaking up on us. <laughs> I've even done the opposite of that, which is yeah. because I have children, now I'm no longer exactly. valuable. Exactly. And now That's I can't be in the world and I can't produce in the world because now I have to care for these little munchkins wow. and I don't I can't be out there yeah. meeting oh, and producing. My so all there's judgment all around. <laughs> how brilliant <laughs> are we at flinging ourselves no matter what we, choice we make? <laughs> well, and it's like how potent, you know, like not to get on this big like rah-rah women bandwagon, but how potent oh, are oh. women that we have to like mess oh, our shit like- up that dynamically in order to like be diminish <laughs> ourselves? Like what the hell? Right. And what else is possible, people? Come on. Yeah. And we actually and kind of have an, a, a view of what's possible, so we'll talk more about that after. Yes. 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 So let's uh, let's all on our we'll ride this little excitement bubble through the break. You are listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. We're so excited. We are talking about creation and creations and all the amazing things around that and from that and through that. And oh my goodness, we will be back in just a moment. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 33 one 
1-800-242-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I have the sheer desire delight today of playing with two amazing creators, potent beings, and all-around incredible, incredible being, friends, ladies, delightful people, um, Sadie Lake and Kara Wright. And since I am perceiving we are about to blast off into another dimension, universe, and galaxy, um, I'm gonna, I would like for you ladies to, to just say a couple things about how people can find you, what's the like best place to find you if people want to play more with you, because I know that they will. Before we blast off, Kara? Uh, you know, right now, I think the best way for people to find me is either on Facebook. Um, obviously, I have a show um, on mm-hmm. on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's called Magic in Motion. So there's that. And then um, people can get me by email right now the best way um, at talktocarawright at gmail.com. Awesome. My website is coming. So Nice. And Miss Sadie, how about you? So I also have a show. Mine is called Imperfect Brilliance here on A to Zen. We air Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. So that's super fun. I do that show with Betsy McLaughlin, another access facilitator. And just like Cara, I don't actually have my website up. I I really get squeamish about it. So so Facebook Facebook is the most um, up-to-date, easy access way. And I'm under Sadie Lake (laughs) um, uh, Facilitator Educator Catalyst. And also um, just my personal page, if you actually know me directly. <laughs> Beautiful. But um, <clears throat> I did. I wanted to mention one thing, and maybe this is the trajectory and in, into where you're perceiving that we're going. Okay. I, what I noticed with with what we do here, sort of, um, we we'll, we're so if you guys are live in the chat room, and even if you're not, I'll give you a synopsis. We're all kind of chatting and just pos- tossing in little comments about how much judgment there is around what you create in the world. And, and there is so much judgment with whether or not you create a child, how you create your children once you have them, you know, how you raise them, so much judgment. But where are we all making judgment so significant and so vital? I, I get these little images of things. Mm-hmm. And the image that sometimes comes to mind, or at least is showing up right now, is like, imagine we're all wild horses and everybody's judgments are like they create these corrals. So it's like we have all these wild horses inside these corrals and we're all getting a little bit pissed off at each other and we're all kind of getting a little bit cramped in the space of this judgment that these corrals mm-hmm. have created. But what if you actually have the capacity to totally bust down the, you know, the walls of the corral and just run free? And yeah. can you actually feel the space of expansion when you're not making everybody else's judgments the corral for who you have to be and how you have to contain yourself? And so what judgments are you defending against? It's like, have you seen that picture of the elephant that's tied to like a plastic chair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like, where have we made other people's judgments like that plastic chair that can tie it down when really it's so insignificant. If you just tossed your neck to the side, you could huck that guy out yeah. into the forest or something and then just take off running if you wanted to. So, um, so yeah, what would it be like if the judgments that you think are real or that you're buying into or making significant that you feel like are either projected at you or that even you've placed on yourself, what would it be like if you just kicked it down with your foot and just walked mm-hmm. beyond it energetically and just mm-hmm. chose beyond it? And what would it be like? And so we we talk about this specifically, you know, with the judgment to have a child, the judgment to not have a child in the chat room. Eleanor Singer even might have been um, 
Rioja was saying, you know, you're judged if you choose not to have a child, then you're, you know, you're considered selfish. Like, oh, it's so selfish Mm -hmm. to not have a child. And, oh, you're Mm going to really regret it or whatever people's judgments are. And then if you do have a child, you know, if you have it too young or too old, then you're judged for that. And then once they come out, you're judged for what you choose with them, how you birth them, what you feed them. And so what if we all just chose to create whatever we choose to create, regardless of everybody else's walls of our corral? And what what would that be like for us? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so when we talk about creation for the sake of creation, you're saying for creation's sake, and that's with an apostrophe. What if it could be fun? Like what you're, what you're inviting us to is, what if we just allowed all of people's opinions, points of view, judgments, all of the above, to just flow right past us, float right beyond us, and still chose where we wanted to play, how we wanted to play, who we wanted to play with, what we wanted to play with. And, yeah, like I totally get that sense of what that could be creating in the world if we were willing to choose that. Um, so when this book showed up for you, now it, it kind of showed up in your universe, Sadie, as sort of like one of the creator coordinator players. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and so was there any kind of weirdness in your universe about it or was it one of those, yes, I'm going to play with you? <laughs> uh, no, there, honestly, there wasn't weirdness. It started off because Kara and I did a Google Hangout back in the beginning of April and we did it with um, Megan Hill, another access facilitator, and Emily, um, Emily, why am I forgetting your last name? <clears throat> Can't remember Emily's last name at the moment. Space CRS right now, but there was a, there was a group of about um, probably eight of us, six to eight of us on this Google Hangout, and it was super fun. And we were like, "Gosh, this would be really great to take out into the world, something that people you know could really have tangibly in their hands to change the way creation is done here, and pregnancy and birth is done here." And so, um, so I was like, "Okay, we're we're totally going to create this." And so, by the next morning, I had already. Um, Facebooked Erica and was Erica Glessing, who is the head publisher, and was like, hey, I want to do a book. We want to do a book. Um, would you be willing to work with us? And at, by 7 a.m. the next morning, we had a book contract. Awesome. And so, <clears throat> but um, anyone could have done it. It was like, I felt like we were talking earlier at the beginning of the show about when something is sort of tapping on your awareness, you just, you can either choose it or, if, you know, if you're not willing to choose, a lot of times that entity of creation will go knock on somebody else's door. Right. And right. so it was like, this would be fun for me. It was super light and super fun. And so I was like, we're going to roll with this. And so it was like, I started trying to gather people up and it was really slow going in the beginning. And it's funny how the energy of this creation, I joked in, um, along the way, I also have a parenting book in the works and we have about 25 authors for it. It's going to be yeah. jam packed. It's crazy. Um, wow. Gary Douglas himself has even written a chapter for that book. So it's just super wow. potent book, but that book was so easy to create. It was like, it just sort of fell together. And I joked with Erica along the way that actually this, these two books um, juxtaposed with one another. The creations book is really like a little toddler you know, it's so delightful. It's almost like has this chubby, jolly energy. It's very gentle and very sweet and very like no point of view, just wants to mm-hmm. contribute to everybody. It's like that. It's like my youngest daughter, you know, how she's just, uh-huh. she's like a little cherub. She's so sweet and so cute. And she just, she 
she do this thing where she like grabs my cheeks and says, "You're so beautiful, Mama." <laughs> but um, but that's what the energy of the creation book is has been like along the way. It's just been this light, jolly kind of contribution of energy. And I've joked that the parenting book has an energy more like a little bit of a rebellious teenager. It's not like it's an asshole of a book, but it definitely has a lot stronger points of view, and it's a lot more firm in who it is. And it's been so fun to create with them along the way, and it really has fundamentally changed the way I see creation and the projects that we're creating and the impact that we can have in the world. Because when we really do lower lower our barriers and be willing to be aware of what we can bring to the table in regards to creating with the entity of whatever it is we're creating and then also be able to receive the energy of what it is as itself without requiring it to be something different than it is, without having a point of view about what we're choosing to create. It really does make that creation. It gives it so much more life. It's kind of like a teenager. If you know Mm -hmm. there, you have to kind of be a parent and, you know, create with them, but you also Mm -hmm. need to help them become who they are. Mm-hmm. give them mm-hmm. some autonomy and respect that they're they have their own points of view and you don't always get to control what they choose right. so um yeah <laughs> and i process. love the point of um the awareness of what your choice creates the possibilities your choice creates mm-hmm. and i know you guys have had on both of your shows on each of your shows some brilliant conversations around uh what we refer to as the four elements of creation, question, choice, possibility, and contribution. And you've also had conversations about um, the the things that we can so easily let get in the way and how our judgment of ourselves, if we're buying into it, can so deter us or, or create all of those, the obstacles. We're basically the ones who are so brilliant at creating ourselves, not creating. <laughs> and So I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but... Car and I were we were doing the swap yesterday, bars and body process swap. Are we not so lucky that we live like twenty minutes away from each other? Holy moly! <laughs> oh my god! Awesome Saves my life all the time. I know. But um, but we were chatting about how um, we're, we're, I mean, everything is shifting and changing so fast. It's almost like you know, sound waves that when they get close together, they like the plane starts to shake really hard before it breaks the sound barrier. I get this mm-hmm. a lot of us are kind of in this space. And what yeah. Cara was saying, actually, I'm going to stop talking. I actually let Cara talk for herself. <laughs> no, Cara, what's changed for you since the nine trannies and how you noticed with choice, possibility, contribution? Mm-hmm. Question oh, you, my gosh. Like, up for you? Yeah. You know, well, and I, w- I totally invite you to say what you're actually thinking about because I'm like oh my god what did I say um, <laughs> you know like yeah I mean it is one of those things where it, it's this realization that it is not just this sense or idea that we are always creating and that that also like what if creation doesn't happen in the linear way that you think it does first and foremost and what if it happens at a different speed than you think it would. You know, there's so much to this reality that is kind of like, heave, ho, da, da, da. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. just kind of doing their thing. And there's this, like, droning of, like, this is what it looks like. This is the speed it can go. This is how you create. Mm-hmm. And the thing that has really started to show up for me is how freaking different I am and how <laughs> fast and how... And it's not just 
me, but it's like looking at like, how is it that you are different? How is it that you're creating that you're not actually acknowledging you're creating and that you're not, you're not creating as valuable in the, yeah. for, to you or in the world? Because if something's not valuable to you, then it's really difficult for you to go out in the world and like create that thing or, you know, have anyone else see it as valuable. That's like you actually point. have to like, <laughs> right. And I don't believe in the believe in it isn't necessarily the right way to say it. And I don't know if that's what you were talking about, Sadie. You can also bring in whatever it is I said that I don't remember. Yeah, <clears throat> you just had your bars run. I know. <laughs> what I was actually talking about was that um, what we were talking about is how in this reality, what we don't realize is everything we choose does create something and that sounds like just words but if you look at instead of seeing things that get created like Carl was saying you know he straight line if you actually backed yourself out like 500 million miles and looked at your entire universe more spiritually yeah. you could see how this little dabbling of choice you make over here is actually igniting something getting created in the universe like 400 miles away or 8,000 miles away and I just use that for spatial kind of that's what it looks like to me and so it's like every choice you make all day long the thoughts you choose to allow yourself to ruminate on that's creating all these different things in your universe and so what Cara was saying about choice question possibility and contribution was that you have to be on it you have to choose all the time to reel, reel oh, yourself yeah. back in and I actually know. be aware of what you're thinking, be aware of what you're choosing, because you're creating so dynamically with every single thought and every single action all day long. Mm -hmm. If you're not willing to choose how you'd like to create your world, you end up being compulsive creators of crap. Because we're, totally. so, we're such dynamic amazing. creators that yeah. everything we're choosing and doing is creating something. And so when we're being mindless and unaware, we're literally creating all, all kinds of yeah. stuff that we probably don't want. When we let yeah. ourselves go into worry or panic or buy into, you know, someone else's reality. Cara and I were joking about how, like, when you get around family, you have these these certain members of the family that literally just come to you and they regurgitate all the stories that everyone has down, like downloaded into their energetic field yes. for the last between the last time you saw them and you're like the sounding board for them regurgitating everyone else's shit story uh -huh. and they just dump it all on you and if you're not willing to recognize that you don't need to take that on and that by getting swept up in the energy of that creates crap showing up in your universe too you've got to be more aware of what your choices create and choice isn't just when i say choice it's not like hey i'm going to choose to go to the grocery store now it's more like when i mindlessly let myself start thinking about that and like getting swept up in the tornado of yes. of the energies that i perceive and thinking that's me yeah. that is choice that is yeah. the choice you're choosing and making yeah. that is creating the crap that's showing up. Yeah. So yeah. that was what I was talking about, that brilliant thing yes. that you said yesterday. <laughs> that, that is, I do, I do remember saying something like since the nine trannies class, which was a brilliant class that Gary and Dane did in mm -hmm. the summer. I cannot afford to have uh -huh. like, like I have to be, diligent and what did I say I said tenacity of consciousness it's the tenacity yeah, of consciousness yeah. like that, that you was, yeah. like because often for me because my level of awareness has really really expanded and so I really am in this state all the time of like holy crap like so much of the stuff that I thought that I still think is mine is not mine and so it's not just choosing 
you know, I think so many times people think choice is an action. And it's also like Sadie was saying, it's also choosing to not just check out and to let everything just flow in and just to function from whatever's there as opposed to asking a question about it. So it's yeah. like, that is the other thing I said to say. I was like, man, question is like key. It's like required in this 10 seconds. Can we say that enough times? <laughs> no. I, don't yeah. think so. I know. It's like, so, okay. So I, we're about to come to, into our, our next break and um, I would, Wow, the energy is changing so fast. Okay, so what I, what I'd like to invite people to do for this break is, first of all, please breathe, everybody. <laughs> and and everywhere you're going into judgment about everything you've chosen already in your life, would you be willing to just stop that and keep breathing? And And I would like to invite you to ask your awareness to show you what else is possible with choosing now for you that you have not yet begun to acknowledge. And and I'm not asking you to look for a specific picture or word, although they that may occur for you. I'm just asking you to allow this energy that we are tapping into and generating and really activating, if you would just allow it to, to begin to gift to you what else is possible. And um, we have aliens on the line. How cool is that? <laughs> So on that note, we're going to go to break. You are listening to Living Well here on hsn.fm, and we will be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body? and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 
at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am having such a fabulous time with my guests today, Sadie Lake and Cara Wright, who um, are so incredibly brilliant. And if you want to read all about them and how to get in touch with them, you can actually find the information under in, in the text underneath the uh, image on the replay page when you're listening. And I believe there are a number of links you can actually click on to play more with them. So please do look into that if you are so uh, inclined. If you have a question or a aha, um, I invite you to play with Sadie and Kara even more. They are amazing creators and, and incredible people. Um, so we don't yeah. make consciousness fun at all. And they don't make consciousness any fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> so something that's kind of bubbling is uh, before the break, I invited everybody to, if they desired, um, to just begin to ask their awareness to show them what else is possible for them and and what their um what do we call that to to begin to let more of their capacities and more of what they do know about creating in their life and and for their life can be for them um and I get this sort of tilted puppy dog head energy around when we talk about being able to tap into what your choice is creating, the future possibilities your choice creates. So what I'd like to offer, because um, I know we're about, we're kind of going G-force here, um, is some, <laughs> what are some of your questions, ladies, that you are using, and maybe something you've even offered in the book um, that will get us into that or, or just help us have greater ease with tapping into that and being in our awareness of that. Because I get that a lot of people, and we're very much taught this as well, to make choices without any consciousness of what our choice could be creating. And and that's just a kind of a big one that's popping right now in this moment. So, Or it's the other way where you make choices based on what you're supposed to create. There's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and in either case, what yeah. is your awareness about what actually is possible? It's like, do you have a go-to question when you have a new creation show up for you or when something's like waving at you in your universe? Um, <laughs> what is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I... The far right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> da, da, da. No, I mean, it's like oftentimes and what i realize oftentimes like the information comes doesn't come it doesn't it's not like god just speaks to you and says you will do blah 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 it's like a lot of times it's an energy and there is no words to it and so it is a process of questioning what that is into um mm-hmm. into a space where i can actually start to play with it and also to the two questions i'll say is what's right about this I'm not getting and what's right about me I'm not getting has shifted and changed so much energy for me over the last however many years. It's one of my favorite go-to things. And Mm -hmm. often with creation, we immediately go to, I have this idea, and then we go to the pros and cons list because that's what this reality teaches us to do. I mean, oh, my Mm -hmm. God, my dad and his lecturing, like, that was be- like just that was how we lived growing up, and so 
what's right about this I'm not getting, what's right about me I'm not getting will oftentimes get me out of that Mm -hmm. A and B or the linearity of it or the good or bad or all of that or like any judgments that I have of what it's going to create. So that's what I would recommend. Awesome. And there's this really amazing thing. You've never heard of it before. It's called the bars. (laughs) getting your bars from Carter and I were talking about this yesterday it's like you can feel like the world is crashing down on you but Mm get your bars from and it's like oh my gosh there's space in your universe to actually have a different possibility so that's sort of the number one we forget about that sometimes because we always we want to go to clearings and you know something mental that's a great point yeah so maybe the question could be who can run my bars who can I get to who wants to run my bars (laughs) Yeah. Where no where is the nearest bars class yeah. that I can get my tushi yeah. into so that I know how to run bars? Right. Oh, that's a great plug there, Cara. Oh. Um, awesome. And yeah, and, and if you go to accessconsciousness.com, you can actually look up where classes might be. You can look up facilitators of bars and the core classes and many other fun possibilities to play with. And that's accessconsciousness.com. Um, yeah. So uh, one that's kind of popping for me is. Um, is asking, you know, when you kind of get that sense, whether you can put it into words or not, just sort of kind of get that sense of that energy and then asking, uh, if I choose this, what contribution would choosing this be to my life, my living, and my reality? Mm-hmm. And you begin to kind of get a sense of things bubbling, or you don't, and then ask the counter question of if I, what contribution would not choosing this be to my life, my living, and my reality? And one of those questions will give you a little bit more charge or floatiness or something than the other one will. And that's kind of a way to to begin to go to the next question. Um, and what I'm what I'm getting as we're talking about this is that that is part of how you you said in your you addressed in your write up, Sadie. That is part of the way we are receiving contribution from the creation, even before we're we're you know literally physically dancing with it. That's part of the preparing to dance. Would you say? Absolutely. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, um, again, Car and I were talking yesterday about. <laughs> <laughs> that was a well timed trade. I know. <laughs> what did we know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what you have so beautifully segued into, actually, is this idea we were talking about yesterday where we tend to think of choice, possibility, contribution, and question is being separate from one another, but they really are energetically kind of a similar thing. Same with perceiving, knowing, being, receiving. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're, it's it's not like this separate thing where you're over here going, I'm not receiving, blah, 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 or I'm not doing this, blah, blah, blah. If you're not doing one, you're kind of not doing all. There's a, <laughs> there's a simultaneity in the energy of each of those different things. And mm-hmm. so looking at that from that point of view, it's like what if you could just be be interesting point of view and total awareness with everything, Mm. then you wouldn't have to judge what you were looking for. How much of when we think we don't have awareness is that just Mm -hmm. that awareness simply does not fall within what we've are are all our predefined box of what we've decided it's going to show up as. Yeah. And I've really found this, you know, like Carl was saying too, oh my gosh, I am I'm such a different person now than I was even three months ago after yeah. this summer having gone through advanced body class and SOP and facilitators and, you know, telecalls wow. and all this stuff, yeah. my energetic <laughs> awareness is so 
intense sometimes. It's like images flying through. It's like a sci-fi movie almost. (laughs) (laughs) But probably the only, you know, the difference was that I've let go of so many points of view about who I am and what I am and how my awareness shows up that I can Mm -hmm. now see it. I can Mm -hmm. now perceive it. I can now be it. Because mm-hmm. it's not that it wasn't there before, it's just that I had to find boxes about what I could and couldn't perceive. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it's like and how fast it can show up. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the speed of which it's like every point of view you have about who, what, when, where, why, how you can perceive, mm-hmm. no be, receive everything you can perceive, no be, and receive that creates the limitations mm-hmm. for what you can or can't be, no receive or perceive. I know that sounded really wordy, but it was this sort of energetic. Yeah, thing it's like where you're everywhere you're creating a barrier is actually um, you think that it's doing something for you and it's going to give you more awareness. It's going to give you something, and every time we do that, wow. it actually changes. Yeah, like how how slow are we trying to make ourselves to do creation rather than be the speed of space of creation we truly be? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that ain't a lie. You might be trying to do that. <laughs> Would you be willing to trust that it is entirely possible you are fully capable of being present and part of the, the creation and being total contribution to it without having to stop and figure it out or know exactly what it is before it shows up and all of that? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Ladies, I cannot believe how fast this goes. I know we say that every show. Yeah. And I'm so just thank you for showing up and thank you for bringing this book amongst the many other brilliant creations you are bringing into actualization into the world um and tapping into the possibilities of what this is creating this this amazing venture is is really juicy so for all that it is and all that it's becoming and all that it desires to be and gift to the world i i'm giving it a huge shout and a huge gratitude and what we have about 45 seconds um so each of you get about 20 to say if there's like one little little nugget you'd like to dish out before we go, what would that be? Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's always so hard to like go to the one thing. It's like, uh. What jumps up in your universe? Lady, you go. <laughs> I, the only thing that's showing up for me now is just what if everything really is the opposite of what it appears to be? So even when yes. she asks that question, we have to find the right thing. What if actually being willing to have everything is the opposite of what you would think, but that's being willing to have no barriers, being willing to have no points of view, being willing to actually be total awareness, interesting point of view, and an allowance of everything is what is what gives you everything you've been asking for. So everywhere you're searching in your world, you're thinking you have to know what to do before you choose it. What if you could just lower your barriers and get out of judgment of you and be willing to choose and create and see where that takes you? Perfect. And without any point of view about what or how it is. So. And on that note, have a fabulous week, everybody. Thank you, Sadie. Bye, everybody. Bye. Get out there and create. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime... What would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?